0: This is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.
1: Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson, with you. The show's called Bloom Party. It's unbelievable.
3: Moron sports it's like
2: Tiger Woods, 2000 Pebble Beach. That's what the show's been compared to.
3: You're exactly right. Thank you.
2: Welcome, welcome, friends. Hey, Brian Lawton's going to be with us on the uh, Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line in 15 minutes. Uh, more people, I think, would rather hear Jackson break down the Blues and Wild, but uh, I'm kind of pivoting today and I'm going to give a guy bold. who played in the league who's on the NHL Network a chance to give his thoughts, and then Jackson will challenge him.
3: Right, yeah. It's kind of, uh, I, I will essentially be a lawyer, and he will be on the stand. Yeah,
2: he has no idea what he's in for when Jackson hears a take he doesn't like. Uh, so uh, that's uh, coming up at 10.15 here on the show, and you are welcome to give your thoughts at 65780. 65780, the Air Comfort Service text line here on 101 ESPN a lot of blues talk today I don't know how are people feeling today about this uh you got a kind of a dark and dreary May 6th in St. Louis but it's playoff hockey right blues getting huge numbers on television I'm sure people are tuning in here on 101 ESPN uh, home of the blues pregame tonight 7 30 p.m. I know uh, Alex Ferrario does the pregame, does the postgame. People getting fired up. Where are people? Are you going to the game? You're going to the game. Jackson, you're going to the game. What do you got going? I you won't be going. Won't. To... You probably won't go
3: because you want to watch the Bucks. Uh Suns, Mavs, and... Uh... Heat Sixers tonight. But no, I'll be I'll be watching. I will not be at... That was kind of condescending. Yeah, well, you know, I had to set the record straight. Um, But I will be watching the game, and I'm really looking forward to because now I don't have to go to bed early. I can watch the whole thing instead of waking up and having to... Do
2: you start to get tired, even though you're a 24-year-old 24, 24 gentleman, as most people here on 101 ESPN know, the most eligible bachelor in St. Louis?
3: That's right, that's right. Every Friday I take a nap, so that I don't... Do you really? Uh-huh. Yeah, late afternoon, by like 3 o'clock, I'll rest my head for about 45 minutes. Rest my head. Yeah, I'm—,
2: I'm a, That's what somebody sounds like when they're, like, at the nursing home. I what are you re- going to do? Would you like to watch this edition
3: of Matlock? No, I'm going to rest my head. I might have i probably have Andy Griffith on while I t- rest my head. and right. uh, Delightful Don Knotts. Yeah, and I'll just cozy up and uh, take a 45-minute nap so that that night I'm not dragging.
2: Let me tell you something. I want you to hear this and hear this good. Let me turn my headphones up. Yep, thank you. If I take a nap in the middle of the day, I wake up feeling worse and I usually sleep for like two or three hours. So mm. I do not nap.
3: See, I, I usually do that, but I've gotten a lot better at 45 minutes. And here's a real pro tip. Shower after the nap. You'll feel like a brand new man. All right, Jackson with a pro tip for everybody. Shower after your nap.
2: Shower after your nap. How are you damn fool, still on the radio? Thanks. That's Tyler for
3: text of the day. Very good question. Yeah, we're giving away those tickets. So We yeah. got Bud bash tickets? That's right. Yep. Bud Bash Tickets. And uh, that, that text right there alone could possibly. Tyler yeah.
2: has posted a great score early, yeah. and that's going to be something that people are going to have to be shooting for throughout the course of the day. That's right. Uh, blues are minus 120 at last check for tonight's festivities. Minus 120. Comparing and contrasting on Wednesday night in Minnesota, the Wild were minus 140. Uh, I would ima- Now it's up to minus 130, so that has changed here over the last hour. I just wanted to check in, and it's minus 130. Uh, Yesterday, the Avs were minus 400 and nearly got knocked off by the Predators. But uh, Colorado winning in overtime last night. The Rangers evening their series with the Penguins. And no surprise, once again, another thing that I kind of liked and didn't play, which is basically what I spend most of the first segment doing on the show. Bets that I wish I would have placed. The Panthers beat the Caps to even that series. And uh, the Stars shutting out the Flames 2-0. So a total of three goals have been scored in the first two games of Calgary and Dallas. In St. Louis, I think the biggest question from a Blues fan perspective is what we will see when the uh, lineups are announced and who will be healthy. That is the question. And then even if guys are out there, Uh what their capabilities will be. Sure. Uh, I had a friend of mine text me this. And I thought that this was worthy of being read. The kind of question Jackson's prepared to pepper Brian Lawton with here in a few minutes. Damn right. Idle thought that might interest you. I personally will be fascinated by the matchups tonight in two ways. If the bottom pair is Rosen and Santini, they may not get more than 10 minutes of ice time. I wouldn't be surprised if they only see time against Minnesota's fourth line. In that vein, I wonder if Minnesota will even use their fourth line all that much or will they try to wear out the top two pairings? That's one question. And then number two, how will Barubi try to maximize his forwards? It wouldn't surprise me if you see Tarasenko mixing in with several different lines during offensive zone face-offs for quick strike attempts just to free him up even more from the Erickson-Eck line. So uh, the Blues will be in quite a spot here. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I, I guess I, here's what I think will happen. I think because the Blues got Game One, that and then it didn't go down in a heartbreaking fashion on Wednesday night. Right. I like to try to try to psychoanalyze the fan bases. The Wild fan base right now is feeling super confident, right. but I don't think they're feeling super confident because the Blues defensemen are beat up. I think they're feeling super confident just because of the score of Wednesday night. And whoever won the last game is the one that, unless they're down 3-1, is feeling confident. That's just the ebbs and flows of the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's the ebbs and flows of a baseball postseason, too. But that's the sense I get. But I also don't feel that there's panic among the Blues fans with regards to the play of the series. I think if there is any panic, it's regarded to the health of the Blues defensemen. So with that said, I would imagine that Blues fans would be feeling a greater deal of panic tonight if Minnesota wins and puts up five, six-plus goals, and you see how bad things are on the blue line for the Blues, and you go, oh, boy, this might not be fixable. Mm -hmm. It's not a case of this isn't the team they were, and they're just not answering the bell in the postseason. It's a case of, oh, man, this sucks, This isn't the team they were, and it's because these guys who played a role in getting them to this point are not going to be out there and not going to be healthy. And that, I think, could change things. On the other side, if you are in Minnesota's fan base, I think you would be um, panicking if you do see those guys out there and you see the Blues play really kind of the caliber of hockey. They've played for the most part. Bernie Federico and I were talking about it. If you're scoring it like a boxing match, Uh, This fight is tilted toward the Blues' favor at this point as far as the actual play throughout the six periods. The question, of course, being how serious the situation is with the defenseman. I'll tell you, a curveball that could come out of the whole thing is somebody you wouldn't expect uh, coming out and having a hell of a game uh, in one of those defensive pairings. That could change things for the Blues. Either way, uh, a big moment will take place in this game before they even drop the puck, and that is... Who is going to be healthy and who is going to be out there for game three? It's just not something the Blues dealt with much in 2019. And unfortunately, you have a hell of a regular season, and now you have this stuff going on, and uh, certainly question marks surrounding Letty, Ortuzo, Scandela. And uh, we'll see what winds up happening with this here. But it is incredibly important because it's not just about tonight. It's about how things play out for this series and then how things would play out should the Blues get past the Wild, even if they don't have those guys. But it is going to make an awfully difficult win uh, even more difficult in this series if they don't have those players so something to keep an eye on what are your thoughts going into it what is your feeling as you wake up think wednesday morning when you wake up you're like man it's kind of free money you're free rolling as we say in poker if you win this thing great you're going home 2-0 but i think was we found out as the morning progressed Letty didn't skate ruby says game time decision you see bortuzzo take the puck to the face the blues give up three goals in the first period it all starts with the stick breaking in the first period and now it's going oh things have things have changed a little bit here. Um Tim, I don't know. Long series. I'll panic a little if we go down 3-1, nothing more, nothing less. That's a that's
3: a seasoned veteran text. Right. That's yeah. a seasoned veteran text. Can never get too high, can never get too low.
2: Yeah, it's, it's and again, it's not about the the because again, the play, I think the Blues have played better. The right. question is health. I mean, there's yeah. just only so much you can overcome. Um guys, I'm just saying his name shouldn't be Lil Tex, it should be Big Tex. Um, I lived in Texas three years. That's for 618. Uh, Text of the day. Game start. Plus minus 847.15. So 847 in 15 seconds. One of three demon come back. Plus 120. Blues and cards both win. Minus 110. Third text of mine. Read in a week. And the text of the day. uh, 5-2. Friday confidence. Thank you from the 314 so he's setting lines he's kind of doing little texas friday parlay
3: i'd kind of stay away from the blues and cards win and and minus money i feel like anytime you're having two teams win, you're going to want that to be plus
2: i would agree the blues are a minus 130 favorite i don't know what the cardinals and giants
3: i can't imagine the cardinals being favorite cardinals got a nice
2: win last night they sure did Uh, yeah you're molina the cardinals are underdogs tonight okay it's Cobb against hicks uh, Giants are minus one twenty five. So yes, if you're getting minus one ten on that, you need to change your man. Yeah, that's, that's a, what I would tell gonna, you. You need to bad. switch to a different place. Yeah. Uh, guys, I think this series is going to go seven, no matter what. What do you think? <sighs> My honest answer, I know that's I know that's common to say. It certainly would you know mathematically make sense. I just really haven't been to date all that impressed with the wild.
3: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they play on the road. Time in that, about Minnesota, yeah. In the in because Enterprise gonna be rocking tonight. I mean, and Sunday the the advantage of not only being at home but being at home on the weekend is is big for the Blues. The thing that just stands out to me
2: keeps going back to the health of the team. It's just one of those things that you can't do anything about. Right. It sucks. Right. Listen, if if put the show on the other foot, that's what I tried to talk about yesterday. If the Blues were coming back one one and Minnesota had lost three of their top six defensemen, how would you be feeling? As a Blues fan, you'd be like. Great. Yeah. So if you're in Minnesota, I just don't know if it's getting all that much attention. For example, when Minnesota scored their first goal, how was it portrayed? Minnesota finally breaks through against Tuzo. How was it portrayed in St. Louis? Oh, well, they only scored because Bortuzo broke a stick. Right. And honestly, I think that is the real way to yeah, look at that. That 100%. is that is the truth. But mm-hmm. the fan bases see through things through different prisms. It also factors the way things are reported, and people report things because they're preaching to their choirs inside their bubbles. And that's what you have going on but overall i just don't feel like the i feel like the blues have just outplayed them and but again you can only overcome so much when it comes to health we'll see what brian lawton has to say you can see him on the nhl network he's going to give us his perspective coming up here in a matter of moments on the brown and croup and celebrity line you are listening to balloon party tim McKernan, action jackson with you on 101 espn
1: We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast presented by Dobbs tire and auto centers on one Oh one ESPN. It's time for a blues playoff report brought to you by engineered design facilities. The number one commercial fire alarm service provider in St. Louis.
2: Welcome back. This is balloon party. Also known as more in sports, more on sports. More on sports. More? More on sports. sports. Thank you. 101 ESPN. Uh, Tim McKernan is my name. Uh, Jackson Burkett is his name. What's going on? You have a look of concern. Like you found out that the NBA game was rained out.
1: <laughs> that, would be,
3: that would actually give me a lot of concern. I would be shocked if that happened, but uh, we're getting Brian Lawton on. He's uh, just getting him on here in a second, so okay. working on that, but we're all good. Does the guest stuff give you anxiety
2: because yeah. on TMA we don't really do it? Yeah, no, it does. It gives I me. notice I, because that look of concern on your
3: face. Oh, yeah, yeah, It gives me a lot of anxiety. All right, fair enough.
2: Brian Lawton is going to join us here on the uh, Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line of the NHL Network at his perspective on the festivities tonight. Uh, 101 will be live today with BK and Ferrario from 11am to 2pm coming up in about oh Jackson 42 minutes and the fast lane from 2pm to 6pm from Enterprise Center as we gear up for game 3 tonight if you have tickets and you are headed to Enterprise for either game 3 tonight or game 4 Sunday afternoon make sure to get there early to enjoy the Bud Light happy hour pregame party In the Anheuser-Busch Beer Garden, beginning two hours prior to puck drop, enjoy live music, food, and drink specials, and stop by the 101 ESPN table to get registered to win a signed Blues jersey. Uh, That is coming up here in a matter of 42 minutes with BK and Ferrario and the Fastlane broadcasting from Enterprise Center. And then come on by tonight. Uh, In the Bud Light happy hour pregame party in the Anheuser-Busch beer garden should be an incredible atmosphere. And I know you might be looking outside if you're in the St. Louis metropolitan area right now and go, "Uh, Tim. Tell me, is it going to be raining? Because you know that since I didn't graduate with a journalism degree, I certainly have a meteorological degree. And uh, I just look at my phone and it says no. So there, you can take that to the bank if you would like. So enjoy the pony that will be tonight outside the building. Uh, Jackson, it is our pleasure here to welcome to 101 ESPN from the NHL Network, Brian Lawton. Brian, good morning. Good morning, guys. How's it going? Good! You know, I think there's some anxiety in St. Louis, not necessarily with the way the series has gone, but with the health of the team. And that's just uh, something that teams have to deal with if you're going to navigate the two-month challenge that is the Stanley Cup playoffs. But the Blues have just kind of been hit hard here over the last uh, few days. Your thoughts on uh, the state of the Blues' defense?
4: Well, it's not unlike a lot of teams we saw last night already in the New York Rangers series after one game each team was missing a top 4D and essentially a top 6 or 9 forward between of course the Rangers and the Penguins, Brian Dumoulin being that and Ricard Raquel, Lindgren for the Rangers Barclay, Goudreau it's just a war of attrition fellows, and everybody is going to have at some point if you want to go on a really long run uh, the Blues are a team that have really come together, that I love their depth, I love where they're at, I love how they've been, but they are not going to be able to avoid injuries any more than anyone else, and that makes it really, really tough this time of year.
2: Yeah, it, uh, it is just the nature of the beast in the Stanley Cup playoffs. As you said, uh, Brian, war of attrition. You can see Brian Lawton on NHL Network before and after every Stanley Cup playoff game, blues and wild tonight tonight at eight thirty. How would you uh analyze what we've seen through the first couple of games? Of course the series is tied at one. I don't think that really surprises too many people. Uh but the way the series have been played, what has worked for the Blues and what do you think has worked for the wild so far?
1: Well
4: I was a little surprised by game one. I mean I thought the Blues played terrific. They really frustrated the wild. The PP was amazing. David Perron had a huge night, one of the biggest in his career I'd have to imagine. Um, but the domination overall continued that the Blues have had over the Wild. And that was a big question mark. However, in game two, they kind of flipped the script. Everything turned around. The Minnesota Wild looked more like themselves. Their star players or player in Kirill Kaprizov had himself a night, of course, getting the hat trick as well to match Perron. And uh, I think the series is right back where I thought it would be before it started, which is literally a pick series. I actually picked the St. Louis Blues to win this series, but it could go either way. I see it going seven games. I see it going back and forth. I see it leveling out a little more than the first two games. It was all Blues in game one. It was all Wild in game two. Now I'm expecting like a triple overtime game here. Yeah. year.
2: Yeah, a little Friday night into 1 a.m. in Central Time. I could see it happening. Uh, Brian, what do you think? uh, One of the questions for the Blues fans, I think, was, okay, got a rookie netminder. We saw the magic that Jordan Binnington brought in 2019. Can it be duplicated by Villajuso in 2022? Certainly looked awfully good on Monday night. I don't really know how much of Wednesday night was on Villajuso. What are your thoughts on what we've seen from the Blues netminder so far?
4: Well, he was obviously terrific in Game One. Uh, game Two, I wouldn't necessarily blame him. I'm just always curious as to how the goalies play, how the coaches play it out when they have two good goalies. And both these teams have two really good goalies. I was actually kind of surprised Mark Andre Fleury got the start in Game Two. Dean Everson called it an easy decision. Didn't feel like an easy decision to me, but maybe that's just coaches speak. In Billy Huso's case and the St. Louis Blues, I feel the same way. I have tremendous confidence in Jordan Binnington. It wasn't the greatest year for him, but it started to really round out at the end of the year. And literally before the series started, I said, I believe we will see four goalies in this series and not because of health. I still believe that. I still believe the Wild will end up using Cam Talbot, and Jordan Binnington is going to play as well. Billy Huso, he did everything you could have asked for him in game one. Wouldn't blame game two on him either. But when you have two good goalies, use them.
2: With the line that has been so successful for the Blues, really dating back to late March with uh, Tarasenko, Abuchnevich uh, and, and, and Robert Thomas. Uh, quiet in game one, but just fine because of what David Perron and, and that line was able to do. Uh, then you saw the Wild respond with their stars on Wednesday night. How would you evaluate where things are so far with the, the two star-studded lines of these, uh, these respective teams? And what do you expect the coaches to potentially do here now that the Blues will have the, uh, the last say at home?
4: Well, clearly not the explosion that we expected from either team and those two particular lines. Uh, Other guys stepped up, quite frankly. Now, that changed in in, uh, game two for the Wild, and I expect that to change in game three here for St. Louis where you really see that top line getting going. They were so dynamic. The chemistry was incredible. Um, There's always a little bit of a feeling out process when you get in the playoffs. But in the end, when you have good players, they end up coming through. Uh, I believe that both those lines will have a huge say in who wins this series. And it's literally, I mean, I, we say it all the time, but it, sometimes it sounds like just media speak. But this is literally a pick series. I picked St. Louis, but I know it could just as easily go the Minnesota Wilds' way. That's why this first round is so dramatic. But I, I expect Robert Thomas to you know, really build off this year, which I consider a massive breakout year for him and Cairo. Uh, those guys just took huge steps forward. Now, if you want to build your reputation in this league, like a lot of the players on the Blues have done, quite frankly, going back to 2019, you need to do it in the playoffs. Those guys need to prove that this year wasn't an anomaly and continue their great play from the regular season.
2: Brian Lawton, our guest. You can see Brian on NHL Network before and after every Stanley Cup playoff game. He is with us for our Engineer Design Facilities Blues Playoff Report. Uh, We've talked about the Blues in a while. It'll get underway here in about 10 hours. Um, I'm curious if anything in any of the other series has caught your eye uh, and surprised you. Certainly Colorado being up 2-0 isn't a surprise, although Nashville gave them a scare last night. Anything stand out to you? We had the thriller with uh, the Rangers and Penguins. To start new york uh, answers and equalizes that series last night anything uh, particular note at this point
4: you know uh, the, the goaltending situation has really surprised me not a lot of teams are blessed like the wild and the blues where they have you know a lot of depth at the position you know we've seen two teams essentially go to their third guys already that has surprised me that's a trend that started in the regular season and has continued And uh, it's been interesting. Now, the other thing that surprised me, it's only two teams that have a 2-0 lead through these first, uh, you know, through these eight series. Um, I think it's going to be level. I don't think that Nashville is going to be able to reverse the trend in that series. I think Colorado is just too much. I thought last night they threw everything but the kitchen sink at them. Connor Ingram came in as their third goalie, played magnificent. Still didn't get the win. I wouldn't be surprised if they win a game, but I don't see them turning that series around. Carolina and Boston is another interesting one for me. I've been a little disappointed with how Boston's done. I expected more from them. Uh, Carolina has looked dominant. Jacob Slavin has risen risen to another level. Uh, Hasn't mattered who they've had in goal. Another team challenged in goal. And uh, I, I am very curious. I believe Boston still has a chance in that series. But they've got to win Game 3, or they've got no chance, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, Game 3 tonight in Boston. Looking forward also to seeing the uh, Leafs and uh, Lightning Game 3. That one is tonight leading into the Blues and the Wild, and of course the Oilers uh, head to Los Angeles uh, for the Kings game. I want to get some historical context in your perspective of the strength of Colorado, because whoever wins this series here in St. Louis with the Blues and Wild will face most likely... Uh, the Colorado Avalanche leading the, the Preds 2-0. Uh, how does this team compare from a historical perspective, in your opinion, all the teams either you've played against that were superstar teams or some of the teams you have seen since you've gotten into the broadcasting business? Uh, w- what makes them so great? And if there's anything that uh, Blues and Wild fans can hold on to as a potential weakness that they could, they could exploit uh, if and when they see them in the second round?
4: Uh, Yeah, I mean, Colorado's as good as any team that we've seen go on kind of sustained runs and then eventually break through. Kind of like the St. Louis Blues, kind of like the Washington Capitals. Um, Not so much like Pittsburgh, Chicago, L.A., those teams that won multiple cups, but just teams that are there hanging around. Carolina's kind of almost in that mold. It's the real high-end players, though, that blow it open for me with Colorado, McKinnon, Ranton, and Landis God. having an amazing year. Uh, The weaknesses for me with Colorado, they're they're pretty evident. I think it's in the bottom sets, so I think a team with a lot of depth, like the Minnesota Wild or the St. Louis Blues, can exploit that. And Darcy Kemper. I think Darcy's had a tremendous year. He's a good goaltender. He hasn't done it in the playoffs, and you're not going to get credit for it until you do. Those are the most identifiable weaknesses, in my opinion. Colorado, I thought, might wilt under a little bit of a massive ground game, so to speak, an onslaught physically. Uh, They certainly bent against Nashville last night, but they did not break. Uh, They proved that they can handle that part of it. So I think you're going to have to wear them down with depth, and you're going to have to really put a lot of pressure on Darcy Kemper. Uh, We don't give Colorado enough credit for how good they are defensively. They don't give up much off the rush. Um, They're very good at shutting down the cycle. There's not a lot of weaknesses with this team. They look like they have the makings of a team that is going to be the next dominant team in the NHL. But the last piece I'll point out, Jared Bednar, excellent coach. He's been manning the ship for them for the last number of years, guided them from a historically bad year to the top of the mountain, so to speak, in terms of regular seasons. He's got to prove that he can handle the matchups in the playoffs and get a team deep. As a matter of fact, If he doesn't get this team to the Western Conference Finals, I wouldn't be surprised if they made a change there. There is a lot of pressure on Colorado to perform this year.
2: How about that? Well, hopefully the Blues can provide that challenge. We shall find out. Blues Wild. Tonight you'll be able to hear Game 3 here on 101 ESPN, and you'll be able to see Brian Lawton on the NHL Network before and after every Stanley Cup playoff game. Brian, thank you so much for your time this morning. Really appreciate it.
4: Oh, my gosh! Thank you very much for having me on. Thank you. That's Thanks, Brian, Brian
2: Lawton with us here on Balloon Party 101 ESPN, getting his perspective on the festivities. Uh, yeah, if there's another series that I would say out of the eight, that if I had to go, okay, this one is going to go seven, because I think everybody's kind of going, yeah, blues and wild, that seems like a six or seven one, although I'm not necessarily sure, uh, it would be the Leafs and the Lightning. So that's a nice little appetizer Uh, leading into the blues and the wild this evening and uh, yeah the blues opponent in the stanley cup final they are basically fighting for their lives tonight at home against the hurricanes the bruins are down 2-0 and just haven't really shown much so far in that series all right there it is brian lawton our edf engineered design facilities blues playoff report here on 101 espn a story in the st louis post dispatch this morning regarding how you will be able to access the cardinals and the blues with the bally's app we'll talk about that the cardinals winning last night in san francisco what went well for the Cardinals and what continues to go well for the Cardinals. And unfortunately, what are some of the things that continue to show signs of struggle? We'll discuss that coming up next. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson with you. This is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN.
1: We are right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast, presented by Dom's Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.
0: What
2: just
3: happened there, Jackson? Oh, all good. No, no, no. <laughs> what is it? Somebody about to murder me? No, no. There'll be no murders today. I don't know. That's what it sounds like. What I, happened? Every time I come on here, I feel like I'm actually murdering my career. Um, but, but
2: there was not a whole lot going
3: on, to be right, right. honest. Right, right. Mm, that, that, that was, that was, that, one, that kind of stung, but I'll. I'll go right past that. Well, I mean, it's honest. Yeah. I
2: mean, let's be, you were ripping tickets at Ronnie's two years ago.
3: Not Ronnie's, but yes, a movie theater nonetheless.
2: Oh, wow. So you hate South County now. Explain yourself there. You really? attacked 618, now you're going after South County. Columbia, Missouri. I
3: forgot the Wandoff tag on the front end, so that's my bad. began
2: stumbling, then you had the Blues starting at 130 right, in that right. game
3: three. <laughs> that, would be, that would be a weekday <laughs> 130 game, but apologies, John, if I got it in at the end. Sorry about that, but hey, you know what it's we do, disaster. Tim? It's a we But we, we had, we we take the adversity, and we just fight through.
2: That's that's what we do here. That's damn right. All right. Jackson's uh, confident. Your thoughts? You can give your thoughts and win tickets, actually. Uh, 101 ESPN has your chance to win a four-pack of tickets. This Tuesday night's Bud Bash for the Cardinals and Orioles. May 10th, it's the next Budweiser Bash game of the 2022 season and features two limited edition Bobblehead giveaways featuring David Freeze and Lee Smith. Get all the details for this Tuesday night's Budweiser Bash now at cardinals.com slash promotions. There it is, the Bud Bash. All right, here we go. Uh, in the St. Louis Post Dispatch this morning. We talked about this story uh, when it first broke on Wednesday morning uh, and some more information this morning in the St. Louis post dispatch batch. Uh, those who want to purchase Bally Sports regional sports networks without going through a middleman will be able to eventually do so for about 16 to $20 per month. was announced this week, that option for those interested in directly streaming Bally Sports Midwest The local Telecaster of Cardinals and Blues games could be in place by the time the next hockey season begins. It is set to start much earlier in a few markets, including Kansas City, for Royals games. What's that about? Uh. Uh, Those wishing to purchase the streaming-only option in increments will be charged $19.99 per month. It was also announced that an annual subscription will be available for $189.99, an average of $15.83 per month. What will you do, Jackson?
3: That's a, I mean, I like the sound of that plan. I like just having the one thing with that cable subscription. So I really do like the sound of that. Um, Which plan are you
2: going to take, though, baby? That's what I'm asking. Which plan are you going to take, baby? Which plan are you going to take, baby? Mm. Read them to me one more time. I really wow, want to... you, No, because the listener cycle planning, on. Planning for the Blues game at one thirty this afternoon? Right, I was getting ready. <laughs> How come they haven't released the lineups yet? Puck <laughs> drops three hours. Uh, those wishing to purchase the streaming only option in increments will be charged $19.99 per month. It also was announced that an annual subscription will be available for $189.99, uh-huh. an average of
3: $15.83 per month. The first. I, I, And I know it's probably fiscally irresponsible, but I just, I have a, I, I feel better if I get charge per month as opposed to one big payment. That's what they want you to do. I know, I know, they and want I to play take right advantage their of their feelings. I know, and they pl- I play right into their hand, but I just I just feel better. Now you just
2: that. wagered $20 in the commercial break on me, which you should have been paying attention to our sponsors in the time of the Blues game that will be airing here on 101 ESPN, which of course the pre-game's at 7.30. But you're like, yeah, my fantasy is going to beat yours. Like, no, it's not, but if you want to bet, and you know $20. I'm like, oh my god.
3: Yeah, 20 bucks. But
2: now you're just like, I don't know, I feel better if I spend $20 per month on the Blitz. So you're, just, you're, you're pissing it away here is what, what my dad would say. You're pissing it away.
3: Well, I, I feel confident about this fantasy play. No, I you have. don't. You deep
2: down don't. Oh, Let's I'd... say you got to put put down like, let's say, what well, I don't know, you went to Ladue, so our <laughs> definition of real money <laughs> is totally different. But let's say it's $1,000 no. now. I know, but you don't have a choice. You have to bet it. You got to bet one way or the other.
3: Well, then I wouldn't. I, that's not the choice. Oh, you're saying the, which team you would take? My the, team or your team?
2: Probably your team.
3: Yes. Because you okay. currently have the lead. That's the that's, that's the thing. But that's, that's not the, the reason. Big you know, Sunday charge reason. yesterday.
2: For the record. MLB T V costs twenty four dollars and ninety nine cents a month. The NBA package is twenty eight ninety nine a month. Jackson says he's willing to spend three hundred dollars a month on the NBA package though. He has that he's quoted in the article.
3: Yeah, they could charge me whatever they want.
2: Uh, Sinclair's regional sports networks include Bally Sportsman West, and they will continue to be available on the current cable satellite streaming systems that carry it. Subscribers to cable and satellite services also will continue to be able to stream the telecasts without additional charge. There was no word about any progress about reaching deals with some major programming providers not currently carrying Sinclair. And that includes Dish Network, Hulu Live, FUBU TV, Sling TV, and YouTube TV. So, there is the latest. So, Royals fans will be able to watch this exciting Kansas City club uh, on the app before Cardinals fans. But it might be ready in time for the Blues 2022-2023 campaign. Okay. Per Dan Caesar of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. You had to stay up late last night to see it, but the Cardinals got themselves a win against a good San Francisco team. San Francisco team that is expected. So, we count this as a win because we we only acknowledge one set of standings here, and that's the, the teams that are actually playing for a Major League Baseball title. And so this is the third team that the Cardinals are playing in 2022 that are actually competing in 2022. Uh, it actually is, I believe, only the third team the Cardinals are playing that it's above five hundred. I could be off the mark on that, Jackson, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. The Brewers and the Mets... And the Giants, yes, those are the three teams. Now the Cardinals have played that are above 500. So the Cardinals are exactly 500 against those teams. They are 15 and 10 overall. Miles Michaelis, Miles Michaelis. Uh, I think perhaps a little more encouraging as you're starting to see something from Tyler O'Neill. That would be the thing yeah, that I would... Yeah, uh,
3: that's huge. Because
2: that's one that's got to happen. Uh-huh. Yadier Molina hitting a home run, wonderful. Not, not expecting be- outlier. it. Right, not expecting it. Great to see Tommy Edmond raking. Oh, continues off yards, to a great three start. 3-for-5 last night. Uh, Nolan Arnano didn't do uh, much last night, oh for 3 but he was on base a couple of times and scored a run. But yeah, Tyler O'Neill 2-for-5, two, two RBIs. Juan uh, Pez, a quick start here.
3: in uh, the cover off the ball.
2: He, uh, he just was doing a little blooping in Kansas City, but yeah, raking here so far in San Francisco. Two hits for him with an RBI. Molina had the home run. Dylan Carlson also. That's encouraging. And now he is yeah. right at 200. Paul DeYoung 0 for 4, and he is now at 119. You don't see 119 too often unless you looked at the St. Louis U High B team from 1992. <laughs> you would have seen a middle infielder with a throwing problem from second base, but that is a tough throw from a second it base. Really? To first is. Base. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, but other than that, you just don't see it in a major league box score too often. Paul DeYoung is at 119. There really isn't much of an option based on who's on the 40-man roster, because I know all of you are screaming at your streaming device or radio going, what about Nolan Gorman? He's not in the 40-man. And Sosa's on the COVID list. So there you go. DeYoung is hitting ninth, and he went over four last night with a K. He is now hitting 119, which is candidly... Historical,
3: yeah, that's problematic.
2: Uh, in a year in which I was just out in the hallway talking with Moon from 105.7 The Point about how historical these numbers are as far as being low offensively in uh, Major League Baseball, but Miles Michaelis with a really solid start and his ERA 1.53 on the season.
3: Yeah, he's a, he's uh, since that first start, he has really been looking really sharp, and that's the I, if you can get him going. Uh, Dak and Steven Matz every other start getting a decent outing. What we thought would be the biggest issue could be a really big strong suit, especially if Bueno can be the ace that he is at the moment. So
2: you know, Michaelis's first start was against the Pirates, and it wasn't like it was grotesque. He just didn't last very long. He was but they were they were you know they were cautious. It was a first start, short spring training, but he only allowed two earned runs. Just went for three and two thirds. But since then, one earned run against the Brewers on April fifteenth. No earned runs on both the 20th and 25th, one in Miami, one against the Mets. Uh, That was dueling Max Scherzer for seven innings. Uh, And then uh, pitched against the Diamondbacks. And while the Cardinals lost that, Michaelis went seven and a third and only allowed two earned runs. And those are the two home runs, if you recall, in the top of the eighth. This past weekend, and now he goes out against the Giants, a legitimate operation. So he's he's faced the legitimate teams, by right. the way. That's another important thing. Yeah. Because on this show, we're only acknowledging about seven teams in the National League yeah. is competing. Because we already know who's going to be in the playoffs in the National League. It's a fun little thing, baseball setup. They're going Vince McMahon. Uh, But uh, it's, uh, you know, the Brewers, he allowed one run over six and two-thirds. The Mets shut him out seven innings. And the Giants, one earned run over five and two-thirds. So, uh, Miles Michaelis has been dealing, and that is something that I don't think a lot of people, including myself, would have expected at this point in the season. 1.53 ERA. It'll be Jordan Hicks tonight going up against Alex Wood so that's what you will see in San Francisco always kind of a tough place to play I feel like great place to watch a baseball game my goodness you said you you haven't been to a game you've been to the I've ballpark been a, I've been around you just stood it stood
3: outside of it and looked for friends what was going on yeah, I, was, I was desperately searching for friends I think I was
2: you, you thought you were going to a Warriors game and they realized you were at right the well
3: ballpark. At, the, at the time they were in Oakland so that would have been a I would have to do some swimming No, yeah. but I was yeah it's I mean the whole San Francisco area is so cool but it's like the temperature is so different like it's in all, july it's cold yeah like all the time it's like 60 degrees so you're not know, used to that and it's wind coming off the bay there but i uh i'd love to go see a game at
2: it is a great place to see a game the
3: oracle park Oracle. it is now oracle it was yeah. 18t when i right.
2: went there so yeah the cardinals getting a win there Um uh, man it'd be nice but i get three or four against the giants i feel huge. really good and then you come home and take on a uh, team that I don't believe is really interested in competing this year, and really hasn't been uh, for the most part of the last decade, uh, candidly, in uh, the Orioles. But we are giving away tickets to see the Cardinals take on the Orioles on May 10th. It's the Bud Bash Tuesday nights, and they're giving away uh, David Freeze and Lee Smith bobbleheads for this game on Tuesday nights. It's the Tuesday night Budweiser Bash now at cardinals.com/promotions. Uh, we've had some wonderful texts at six five seven eight zero Air Comfort Service text line Jackson. Uh, Do you have a leader that people can really try to shoot for here as they head down the 18th fairway? What do we got?
3: Yeah, I kind of like this one. Okay. Um, Who's going to get four tickets, the Cardinals and Orioles? Someone said, this show is pathetic on purpose. For crying out loud, it's called Balloon Party. They were going to name it Trainwreck. Be thankful it's only an hour. Right, I like that one. Yeah,
2: that seems that that seems really live. That was a nice performance. Good, good play around the green.
3: Yeah, and then I like this. one. I'll never win text of the day because I actually like Jackson L. He's the sixth best producer on the channel. Oh my gosh! Unfortunately, there's only four. But now I uh, well, I guess we count my Mike Ryder. There'd be five. Yeah, the
2: executive producer. So five. I'm in.
3: So I'm. He likes me, but I'm also dead last. So I kind of it's a little best of both worlds. Uh, impromptu will text one shooter here. Oh, Question for wow. you. So the, prepared. So the Reds are currently. Usually this
2: thing is so well mapped out. I know.
3: So the Reds are three and twenty-two, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Do you think they get the double-digit wins by the end of May? Ooh, that is nice. Yeah,
2: You are correct. They're on a 120 winning percentage, which is one percentage point higher than Paul DeYoung's batting average.
3: So I think they have like 23 or 24 games left in the month of May. Do you think by June... That seems like a lot of games in the month of May. I was just doing some counting. It might be a little less than that, but regardless...
2: So you have a tough time negotiating counting to 23?
3: I mean, sometimes. But uh, what I will say is, do you think... Double digit wins by June first. I'll set the number at plus one fifty.
2: My inclination is immediately to go with the square play and go, Well, no, no way. Right. But what's important is what operations are they facing? A lot because of as we know and that is where the house gets you. Because over the next two weeks, they get eight against the Pirates. It's like baseball swooped in and goes, okay, this is getting too much attention. We're just going to move some of these Pirates games around to help them out. So seven And ways. then after that, they get some Guardians.
3: Yeah, some Cubs.
2: Um, so I will say they'll get there. Okay. It, would I include it in predictionary, in which I'm making people money with my predictions? Right. No, I would not. It would not be in predictionary. No. What will be higher on June 1st, Paul DeYoung's batting average or the Cincinnati Reds' winning percentage?
3: i would say DeYoung's batting average, because I think even if they rattle off like three or four wins in a two-week span, DeYoung can get, you know, a couple the of hits. Thing, here it's and so
2: there. tough to like, like we were talking on TMA. Like, can he actually get below 100? Right. Like, and what that, line that is that? They had the Mendoza lines at 200. Is it the DeYoung line at 100? <laughs> That'd be rough. Uh, but uh, I don't. It, it's so tough to do. Yeah, I mean that was because be... all you have to do is get hit one hit out every nine at bats. Yeah. Although at this point, that's what he's doing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's it. That that one puts the man to the test on this thing. All I'm telling you is this: if you're gonna run to your neighborhood wagering establishment, whichever one you're on, personally, this is FanDuel all day here. Right. Uh, just beware. There's a lot of pirates over the next couple of weeks for the Reds. And so that three number. Now, if that number is still at three, four, or five here in two weeks. Woo. Way,
3: way different story. Yeah. Wow. Three and 22. What are they doing? It's, and then they got the, the, was it the owner of the GM saying, like, yeah, come and wear your bags on your heads. We're cool with it. Because <laughs> they were pitching people out for, like, saying, like, hey, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> You know, we were not awful last right. year, actually kind they of decent.
2: qualified in this year's format for the right, playoffs. Right,
3: right. Like, they were a pretty decent, if not good, team. And then they get rid of everybody and have notched three wins. I,
2: I, for the life of me, I can't figure out the whole operation. Now yeah, three and 22. All right, we'll take a break. I'll come back with our final segment here, Balloon Party. And then you have BK and Ferrari live from Enterprise Center for tonight's Game 3. This is more in sports on 101 ESPN.
1: We are right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. One,
2: two, three, four. Grand opening, grand closing. I mean, it is it. But we give away our Bud Bash ticket winner right here, right now on Balloon Party. What do we got? You know, I, this is a really honest text, I think. Well, it's honesty immediate. That's essentially the name of the show. Right.
3: And I think, you know. For a Friday, it's a good text to, to win these tickets. We're going to go with, I like you guys, but I have to send mean text to win text of the day so I can get these tickets. Yep. And I think that encompasses honesty in media, and uh, so for that, you're going to get four tickets. Well, let's
2: give, a, let's give the audience a sampling of some of the text that he has fired in in order to win. Uh, I think this one's an FCC violation. If this were TMA, I'd feel comfortable reading it. I, yeah. uh, I kind of
3: respect. Right, we try to keep it. It's as like walking cool into the
2: men's card room when, I, when I, I'm on uh, 101 ESPN. Uh, let's see what else we got here. You asshats, approval ratings are worse than DeYoung's batting average. Uh, why don't you two ass wipes do mic drop for text of the or for, of the day for tickets? A good idea, actually. This yeah. guy, now I'm now I'm on board on top of uh, him winning the, the tickets. Austin is his name. Oh, hello, Austin. Welcome, welcome, welcome <laughs> to being a friend of the balloon party, also known as Moron Sports. Right. All right, BK and Ferrario up next there at Enterprise Center, just like the fast lane will be. And then at 7.30, pregame begins here on 101 ESPN for Game 3, a Friday night tilt between the Wild and Blues at the Enterprise Center. How do you do? For Action Jackson, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party on 101 ESPN.
1: You've been listening to The Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.
0: GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors.
3: We're going to pick it up a notch. It's
2: the holiday season.
0: You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of.